For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. We have forconfort one another with these words. Lord bless the reading and the hearing of the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We would uh, read through the 
commentary that we have on the book of second sorry first Thessalonians chapter four. This is a summary of everything Paul is saying here. In verses one to eight, he is us to purity and holiness. Then in verses nine to twelve talks about brotherly love, peaceable behavior and diligence. And in verses 13 to 18, he counsels not to sorrow unduly to the death of godly relations and friends, considering the glorious resurrection of their bodies at Christ's second coming. There are beautiful lessons we can draw. Uh, to abide in the faith of the gospel is not enough. We must abound in the work of faith. The rule according to which all ought to work and act is the commandments given by the Lord Jesus Christ. Sanctification in the, reward, in the renewal of our souls under the influence of the Holy Spirit and attention to appointed duties constituted the will of God respecting us. In aspiring after this renewal of the soul unto holiness, strict restraint must be put upon the appetites and senses of the body and on the thoughts and inclinations of the will, which lead to wrong uses of them. The Lord calls none into his family to live unholy lives, but that they may be taught and enabled to walk before him in holiness. Some make light of the precepts of holiness because they hear them from men. But they are God's commands and to break them is to despise God. We should notice not that what is good to be appraised that we may engage them to abound therein more and more. All who are servantly taught of God are taught to love one another the teaching of the Spirit exceeds the teachings of men. A man's teaching is vain and useless unless God teaches. Those remarkable for this or any other grace needs to increase therein as well as to persevere in the end. It is very desirable to have a calm and quiet temper and to be a peaceable and quiet behavior be of peaceable and quiet behavior. Satan is busy to trouble us. We have in our hearts what disposes us to be unquiet. Therefore, let us study to be quiet. Those who are busy bodies meddling into other men's matters have little quiet in their own minds and cause great disturbances among their neighbors. They say, don't mind the other exhortations to be diligent in their own calling, to work with their own hands. Christianity does not take us for the, from the work and duty of our particular callings, but teaches us to be diligent therein. People often, by slothfulness, reduce themselves to quiet, to great straits and are liable to many ones, while such as are diligent in their own business and their own bread 
have great pleasure in so doing. There is comfort for the relations and friends of those who die in the Lord. Grief for death of friends is lawful. We may weep for our own loss, though it may be their gain. Christianity does not forbid and grace does not do away our natural affections. Yet we must not be excessive in our sorrows. This is too much like those who have no hope of a better life. Death is an unknown thing and we know the dead, the dead knows nothing. Yet the doctrines of the resurrection and the second coming of Christ are a remedy against the fear of death, an undue sorrow for the death of our Christian friends and of those doctrines we have full assurance. It will be some happiness that all the saints shall meet and remain together forever, but the principal happiness of heaven is to be with the Lord to see him and live with him and enjoy him forever. We should support one another in times of sorrow, not deaden one another's spirit or weaken one another's sense. This may be done by the many lessons to be learned from the resurrection of the dead and the second coming of Christ. Nothing really comforts a man by telling him he is going to appear before the judgment seat of God can feel comfort from those words. That man alone with whom spirits, the Spirit of God bears witness that his sins are plotted out and the thoughts of whose heart are purified by the Holy Spirit so that he can love God and worthily magnify his name. We are not in a safe state unless it is thus with us. For we are desiring to be so, and to him who alone is able to preserve us worthy and blameless, the glory and honor and power forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord will bless us this morning as we draw the blessings and live by them. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, the great, the great lessons that we can take this morning.